Forty years ago, a man sat up, and everybody screamed. That's me paraphrasing Anthony Lane in The New Yorker, talking about this week's final Ghoul Talk Movie Club of the season. Oof. Oof. It is I, Daniel, and with me as always, for this most somber of episodes, Lindsay! Lindsay. Little Lindsay Lindsay Wallace. Wallace. Not to be confused with the little girl, Halloween. Oh, that's right. Eagle-eyed listeners, you might have missed that one. Probably Mm -hmm. not if you listen to this podcast. But um, anyway, we'll get to it later. That's just Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. sneak peek. Sneak peek. For what's coming up in the main Mm -hmm. course. But first, Mm. eat your uh, appetizers, guys. Ooh, yeah. You got got some appetizers for us? Mm -hmm. Moss sticks, potato skins. Sure do. Let me get one of those moss sticks. Could you dip it for me before you hand it? Mm. Thank you You got it. There you Mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. I got a platter. You know, Jalapeno poppers. Ooh, no thanks. Diarrhea. Spinach articles. Diarrhea. (laughs) Cha-cha-cha. You think that's what Dennis Miller says all the time? Because he's always going cha-cha-cha. You think it's a diarrhea-related yeah, thing? Probably. I doubt he ever had a better joke than that. <laughs> oh, hey, cha cha cha. Yeah, not cha cha. Yeah, I got a, I got a good quick thing for y'all. Ooh, love a quick thing. A recommendation, because we're winding down the Halloween season, so you want to get this in when you're still thinking about spooky stuff if you mm-hmm. haven't already watched it. The yeah. Haunting of Hill House, that's on Netflix oh, right now, oh, yeah. is one of one of the best things I've seen all year, just Whoa. like hands down. Mm-hmm. Haven't started it yet. Part of that is Carla Gugino. Oh, hubba, it hubba. is a living goddess, and she's amazing. Oh my god, she's so beautiful. Mm. Um, but she's fantastic. It's like it's so good. I I was very surprised. I thought it was going to be one of those that I watched like two episodes of and was like, nah, nah, you know. Right, right, right. But it's definitely scary to me mm-hmm. like for sure scary um and it's heartbreaking like it's really more about a family and it's specifically siblings than it is about anything else um, fast. it's so it's so good and there are 10 whole episodes so it's like if you haven't watched it yet you have a treat waiting for you i hope you have it's, 10 free hours in the next couple of days yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right <clears throat> cram it in guys don't sleep yeah. And I've also um, heard, I haven't seen it yet, but I've also heard that the new Sabrina series, uh, which mm, is coming out on Netflix, mm-hmm. or would have just come out on Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> peeking behind the curtain, uh, <laughs> is supposed to be very good too, which I was kind of surprised to hear mm. about. Not that the shows on the that, CW are bad, but... Um, well, a little pulpy. Yeah, so it's like, they it's, seem to taste, be made for younger people, cool. but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of tastemakers well, have written great pre-review or pre Well, then we more. must, we must respect oh, yes, the, taste the tastemakers. Well, the other thing I will say about Haunting of Hill House, which before we leave it, it is, um, it's based on a much beloved horror Shirley novel from 1950, Jackson. Shirley Jackson, 1959. 
and um, it was fantastic. And mm-hmm. it was made into a movie in the early 60s called The Haunting, which is also great. Also something my grandmother introduced me to. <laughs> I've been texting her as like a, hey, man, thanks for all this. I, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't realize it until Ghoul Talk Movie Club that my grandma really uh, fostered that sense of Halloween in me. Anyway. Hashtag um, cool granny. Yeah, she's... <laughs> She really, she's very cool. Sorry, she's I'm trying cool. out some new drops. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that hashtag cool granny. It's so true. Uh, but so the the miniseries is like not even really based on that novel. So for people who are like really geeked about oh. that novel and that movie, it's not really, it's not really uh, an adaptation of that. Oh, interesting. Like there are a lot of. Uh, references and allusions and things like that. It's like an homage in some ways, but very different. Like when I was texting my grandma about it, she was like, "Oh, I this is confusing to me. I didn't really. I I thought this was gonna happen. This is gonna happen, and none of it's happening." And it was like, "The well, book not. was better." Yeah, she was. She thinks the movie's better, but oh, you know, enough. she she Man, has your grandma text? classic taste. That's wild. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> barely <laughs> you should see it but uh yeah she also sends emojis and stuff it's nice. pretty pretty fun oh yeah she's always been ahead of the curve on that kind of stuff but she's like you know 86 right now and just watching her shit texting away 86 years young mm-hmm. cool granny yeah hashtag cool granny <laughs> hashtag cool granny um, yeah man so definitely check that out because i just i was I was really, I might even go back and watch some of the episodes because I've been thinking about it so much since I've, I've been watching it. It's, wow. So like rewatch them mm-hmm. after you just watched them? No, just like, you know, next week or something after oh. I've watched, you know, I, there, there were a few that were like, not the whole series, but a few of the episodes that, hmm. uh, yeah, they just hmm. that good really huh? hit, really hit me. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if I'll get around to it this year. I've been uh, trying to cram in something spooky every night, but it's well, hard, is, man. It's hard out it. there for, for Some a of the working episodes, guy, you know. That's right. That's when right. This is your Some job. Of the episodes are yeah, they're only like fifty minutes or something, so you can. I would recommend it. There's some scary, scary shit that happens. Maybe I could there. eat a couple of tea bags and <laughs> get that <laughs> shit right. real, real strong stay, in my veins. Stay awake, DT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah, so that's that's my little my little plug for you. You had something too, didn't you? Well, I just saw an interesting headline the other day, which I guess by the time this comes out might be old news to people, but uh, probably not because you know who who cares who the fuck would have seen this. But apparently, the BBC <laughs> and Netflix are uh, trying to do a Dracula series, like a mini series, oh. adapting the novel. Yes, um, and it's going to be uh, done by Mark Gaddis and Stephen Moffat. Okay. So that seems like it could be kind of cool. You know, they do, okay. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the quality of Sherlock over the years has Oof. maybe not held up quite so Oof. well. But, yeah. uh, you but know, it was great. Uh, First couple maybe seasons. that's the trick. I've always said I would love to see a really good, you know, uh, film adaptation of the novel, Dracula. Mm-hmm. You've always maybe said it. it. I've always said it. <laughs> <laughs> My first words. Uh-huh. Um, and, and maybe that's, the maybe that's the trick is that maybe it's not a movie maybe it's a miniseries maybe it's just mm-hmm. too much for a, a future film so yeah. i'm i'm like i get that really 
you know, cautiously excited about this because mm-hmm. all the prestige TV, I mean, I could see this being <laughs> oh a real feast for the eyeballs. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, as long oh. as they don't rely too heavily on the CGI, I am there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I Practical mean, because there's a lot that I do like about, uh, Jesus, uh, Coppola's. Uh, oh, yeah. Bram Stoker's oh, yeah. Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's oh. Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> Which okay. I remember when they remember when it print. came out on VHS and they were giving it out at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, <laughs> as like a when you got the when you got that your steak cooked kind of bloody, you would get the free copy of that. Great one, man! Thanks. I have to tell you, the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I good when wind I first up, right? Saw that sign, yeah. When I first saw the sign for that, I was I looked at it for a good like, thirty <laughs> seconds. Like <laughs> I still do every time. <laughs> I don't understand I don't, it. I don't get it. I really don't understand. What the fuck is a Chris Steakhouse? <laughs> uh, so stupid. So yeah, <laughs> you really got this me. This is your first time listening to Gold Talk. <laughs> see you. Oh, see you later. It's just like it came out of nowhere because mm-hmm. you really, you really hit an experience that I had. It was that, like, I haven't been able to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ruth's Chris, like, why? <laughs> I don't get it. But um, what's the deal <laughs> with Ruth's <seriously>. Chris Steakhouse? <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but to get to your point, yeah, the, that, uh, the, that adaptation, far from perfect, but... Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of visual just, stuff to like about it. And... Oh, absolutely. And it's so it's so good as one of those movies, one of those period movies where you can totally tell when it was made. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, the little love, sunglasses. I love that. Those little purple oh, sunglasses. That's exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I, do, I, I might rewatch yeah. that, actually, in the yeah, next couple yeah. of days, yeah. weeks, because I yeah. read a, a somewhat positive, like, this, I forget who it is, but somebody's writing a series of like reviews of of like sort of uh, uh, like art house kind of horror movies, oh, like horror movies inspired by, by Gold Talk Movie Club one. Probably, mm-hmm. probably. probably. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's a good bet. Good bet. I, I don't know. Like it was this. It's a person who really liked that movie, and I was like, oh yeah, it mm-hmm. does have its. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm too hard yeah. on it, and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think I'm gonna rewatch that this yeah. year. I've only seen it maybe once before, and. Uh, Mm-hmm. you know so whatever um yeah i liked the romance so that's how it got me you know yeah. even though gary oldman since then i've been pretty disappointed in hearing things about him but yeah yeah um, for sure i love winona yeah i know? wonder who they'll cast guys Ooh. tweeted us with that's your gonna dream be kind of hard yeah. yeah who would it Ooh, i'm gonna think about that i have mm-hmm. no idea i mean i thought yeah. winona Ryder was great uh that perfect. was some a plus she's casting. perfect um, yeah but I guess and actually, it could be anyone. Keanu yeah. Reeves was great casting too. Yeah, because Jonathan yeah. Harker is like a total rube. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he just... Ooh, who's gonna be Renfield? That's the best one. Really. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Pretty excited though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I don't yeah. know. That's just something. Something that mm-hmm. I. Yeah, you know, just a little something I thought I'd throw you know out there. Know what I think? I think Carla Gugino should play all the parts. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. How has she not? a bigger star. I don't know. Cause she's been out there like for, for a decades. long time. She's in one of my favorite, you know, I'm well-versed in the historical romance fiction genre of BBC sure, adaptations sure. of books and shit. 
she's in this one called the Buccaneers, right? <laughs> About a like a bunch of young American women who moved to England, and it's uh, like <laughs> it's uh, it's from like I don't know mid nineties, so okay. twenty five oh, years oh, ago. God. She looks exactly the same. Oh. <laughs> um, that time, and though, she's man, fantastic. The way, the way I, I'm like picturing like a, a BBC miniseries from the '90s, and I feel <laughs> oh like yeah, they, they're all very similar <laughs> aesthetically. <laughs> that's right. Not no, necessarily that's... a bad thing, but just very. Eh, no, they didn't have. Yeah, it's like similar you know to the Dracula. Everybody... Yeah, yeah, but like lower production. It's yeah. like uh, yep. you know how everybody really, really loves that A and E Pride and Prejudice, which is great. Sure. You Does know? everybody love? <laughs> It's a little I, long. I mean, it's <laughs> hello. It's long and it's like pretty stuffy. Like the yeah. you know the art the art direction is like mm, production design or whatever. And it like the one with Kira Knightley, I loved because of the production. Great design. score too. Excellent. Oh, score. great score. Great score. And I love her too. And mm-hmm. she's another one that's just like she does I'm some jaw she's... acting that I don't love, but not in that mm, movie. I don't care. Love her. She's great. Fair yeah. enough. Except for Love Actually, which sucks, but we don't need to talk about that right now. I know, but I'll never stop watching it every holiday season. (laughs) I hate that movie I know. know. much. We should do an episode on it. Ooh, (laughs) you know what? That would be kind of fun as a special thing. Like, we have to surprise each other with a movie that we really don't like. (laughs) Yeah. Which is going to be totally (laughs) off-brand crap that nobody wants (laughs) for $20 a month. That's how Mankey makes his money, you know? Ho! One, how... last, one last shot <laughs> sorry, fired this sorry. Halloween season. <laughs> yep. Look, if he ever listens to this, it will make him cry. Oh, I hope he listens. he listens to, to it. He pro- it's like a like a masochism thing, you know? He just listens to mm, it. And like, yeah, yeah. Good just point. To, just oh. to get himself hurting, you know? Yeah. Just to yeah. feel alive, you know? <laughs> Well, I hope you liked our homage episode. I hope so, Those too. are still some of my favorite uh, creative outfits. And congratulations on season two of your Amazon Prime show. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes. I oh, thought God. it maybe wasn't coming back, but... <laughs> Good Crossing my fingers. <laughs> uh, Just take your money and go, Aaron. But no, he's making more money. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, well, we'll find we'll find our secret secret recipe someday that's you know? right we'll make it big one day posthumously <laughs> i'd like to think when people are writing like this this sort of entertainment history of like when <laughs> podcasts like just blew up you know and mm-hmm. i think we'll be in there, be in there. <laughs> for sure <laughs> footnote totally yeah yeah you got that right i'm fine yep. with it mm-hmm. i'm a footnote in a in someone's published book because my research was oh. uh very similar to the research they did and i didn't know we were doing it at the same time and i wrote yeah. a thesis and then while i was yeah. filling out the paperwork to uh try to turn it into a manuscript uh someone yeah. else has published a book and uh, put me in there as a footnote uh, end note and uh yeah that's fine it's fine oh my god that's i bought tragic. a copy just so that i could <laughs> put a little post-it flag on the page where it cites my Show thesis. Your kids yep. <laughs> yeah Look, oh, this is God. where Daddy got beat to the punch yet again. <laughs> Day late, dollar short. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Well, anyway, well, you know who wasn't a day late? Yeah. Michael Myers. Ooh, that's Ooh. true. He made it just in time. I'm going to drop a theme right quick. Okay. We can't do it without it.
I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. And we're back. The evil has not yet gone. Get it? You know? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Your regular Dr. Sam Loomis? Is that his first name? Shit, I don't know. Dr. Loomis. It's Sam. Yep, you got it. Great, nailed it. Uh, Yeah, as you all probably know at this point, here to talk about Halloween. And uh, it's the a original. fitting end to Ghoul Talk Movie Club 2018 for the Halloween season, and I'm just, I'm just so bummed, you know. Yeah, that it's over. That it's over. Yeah. 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 But I'm excited to talk to you about this. I know we cheated a little bit and talked, talked a little bit in, uh, in yeah, the green room, but about it. Yeah. offline, you know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. online yeah. actually. But yeah. online, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. Typing. But yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a movie. I guess we're sort of bending the rules here because there's Ooh. no necessarily supernatural stuff in it. Although I would say that Mr. Myers has some supernatural abilities. See, of some sort. okay, and that's um, okay. So I, I think told it you qualifies. That I have one big question okay. about it, and we can okay. we can get to that later. No, but no, no. Um, whenever you want. Well, but I, I want to hear the, what, the other thing you're saying. But I, I will also say, like, I think it does fit into our theme in that it truly is a classic. Yes. For all yes, of the reasons that sure. we got at where, you know, this was, was one, it was probably the only movie of the ones we've watched this time that I do remember almost everything from it. You yeah. know? It's a tight night. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's and easy to remember most of it. <laughs> much appreciated. Yeah. The pacing is perfect. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it could have been better. Yeah. You know, it's um, for yeah. sure. It, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. apologize in advance. This is probably going to be a long episode. <laughs> uh, real long. Because I have done I have done a deep dive. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. I've this movie has always had a fond place in my heart. Um, I saw it when I was pretty young. But not, you know, not like too young, like Poltergeist, but like, you know, 12 or something. And it was one of the first DVDs I bought. I got I Know What You Did Last Summer, I think, was the very first one. Oh, my God. And then this, really? this was out on DVD, too. It was like that and maybe Scream 2 and this. And it was all horror movies. And that was really what I was into at the time, I guess. And, and they were also just out. And, and DVDs mm-hmm. were pretty new. And, mm-hmm. you know, I dropped like $400 on like a DVD player. And then the, the movies were like 20 bucks each. And. So the first time I saw this was at my house on DVD and I was like 12 mm. years old and oh. it was like fucking great. You know, like I mm-hmm. really liked it, you know, at, at that age in particular, I was just like, this is awesome. Like it's yeah. very scary and whatever. Boobs. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and yet not really, it occurs to me now, like not at all gratuitous. Like, no, um, I, uh, they're very I the subtle. There's not a lot of male gazy, you know, like all the mm-hmm. slashers that come after this were the boot, even the sequels mm-hmm. like Halloween two. And, and I don't really remember much about the other ones, but Halloween mm-hmm. two, it's like much more of a thing. That's like, here's the boob mm. part. Mm. And in this one, they're just, they're there and it's, you know, yes, yeah. that woman has nipples and you see mm-hmm bits and pieces of them for moments but the camera never like pans down and zoom you know Mm -hmm. there's none of that shit yeah it's pretty yeah pretty you know i I actually so i I had an opinion of this movie going into it and then i watched it about a month ago and then Mm -hmm. i because there is a new sequel that's out now that has Mm -hmm. retconned all of the other sequels out of existence which i think is probably for the best i haven't seen that movie but uh, since that's out, there have been a lot of, and because it's the 40th anniversary, there have been a lot of retrospectives, interviews with people involved in the making of, and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And I've just been just 
you know, devouring, devouring. all of that yeah. mm-hmm. information and uh, digesting it. And, and my colon has been packing it into a tight little turd that I'm going <laughs> to spew out for all of you guys so that you don't Can't have to wait. take all the individual stuff in. You can just so eat the just metaphorical like... turd. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be just... needing you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, should I just like go and let you? talk about it. yeah, yeah. You get, get get out of here i got, I got yeah. a lot of stuff to say i got this one lens um, i got it but yeah and and surprisingly unlike a lot of the other movies that we've done i i my opinion of like the movie and the way it was made and all that stuff has only improved based mm-hmm. on that which i think is actually pretty cool and kind of rare that like from what i can tell you know like so John Carpenter, he was the co-writer, uh, director, and composer for this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And it turns out that he's like, you know, maybe not a scumbag like, like the, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, your Jack All Nicholson. Of the other yeah, that yeah, we've you know, talked like, about, yeah. right? And and it's just kind of like it's kind of nice. Like there's this story that I've heard in multiple interviews now where. It, this was Jamie Lee Curtis's first major role and it was her first mm. time in a movie. And after the first day of shooting, uh, he called her, John Carpenter called her on the phone and just said, Hey, you did a really good job today. And she, it Aww. was, she's like, no one ever does that. You're always worried that you're going to get fired after, you know, one or two days. Cause it's just not working out and whatever. And oh. to, yeah. to make a point, Deborah Hill, mm-hmm. who is the co-writer slash producer of this movie, who was dating John Carpenter at the time, and he did sort of start cheating on her while they were making this, I think. So that With is who? the one douchey thing. Some other actress that he met. Um, oh, but they remained friends after and continued working together. So I assume that says mm-hmm. something. You know, anyway. Maybe. Um, this is Cash all this, cow. Uh, who yeah, could blame yeah, her? Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. And good for who her if that's the case. Deb? Yeah. So she was the co-writer and producer. And she was the one that told him, like, hey, maybe you should call Jamie. You know, Aww. she's probably really yeah. stressed out. And she's also Aww. the one who contributed a lot of the scenes between... Uh, Lori and her friends, Jamie Lee Curtis's character and her friends, and sort of makes those friendships and relationships feel a little more fleshed out than other slashers typically are, where the mm. female characters are just like Leave it a to couple a of pairs of boobs some... with, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. waiting to be stabbed. And, and in this mm-hmm. one, there's real relationships. And, you know, hmm. so yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that is cool. Yeah. This movie was cool. also the most profitable indie film of all time. It cost three hundred thousand mm. dollars to make and made fifty million dollars domestically, yeah. which is one hundred and eighty million dollars in today money. Yeah, um, it's wild. I mean, it is just there's so much, so many interesting factoids about this movie, and I know mm-hmm. I can't can't list them all off, but I would like to, so I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, Lindsay. I well. I, What's up? I first, I, if I if I can continue my soliloquy for just a second, <laughs> I have yeah. an idea, and I think that it came to me, it came to me while I was getting ready to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, with the exception of the Omen, all of the movies we reviewed were were not just classics, but they were also pioneers in their sort of subgenres mm-hmm. of horror, which is exactly why they're classics. So, Halloween mm-hmm. is really the first slasher movie. I mean, you had Psycho, but you know that wasn't, yeah. you know. This is kind of what brought it into the modern era and what most of the, mm-hmm. you know, Friday the 13th and all that stuff was modeled after. Uh, mm-hmm. The Exorcist was like, you know, that's the the watershed demonic possession movie. Mm-hmm. Ghostwatch basically created the found footage slash like mockumentary, yeah. you know, all cool. that, you know, like 
mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch. Like, uh, I think both mm-hmm. of those owe a lot to that. And Poltergeist, mm-hmm. of course, is the quintessential Poltergeist movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, that genre, which is pretty mm-hmm. much only the Poltergeist films. Um, but yeah, I just thought, you know, good for us. We we, we really are I mean, the tastemakers, you know. It's true. Yeah. yeah. We're just like our scholarship in so many things. It's It never ceases to amaze me how much we don't plan for it and then try to tie it together afterward. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We just you know, really we set set ourselves up for the future. It. Yeah, yeah, because we're not going to talk about how the Omen was basically also, you know, a devil movie from the seventies. But yeah, it's okay. Which ripped you off <laughs> yeah. The Exorcist. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It, we really wanted a counterpoint to The Exorcist. You yeah, know? it was a great reason was... for me to see that movie. Mm-hmm. And now and I've I, seen it. I'm glad that I'm not afraid of it anymore because I really, really was. <laughs> so that's fun. Fair enough. That's a yeah. fun thing. It's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did want to um, ask you a question. Yeah. What's Sorry. up? What would you say if if you had to describe this movie or what it's about? Like, what what would you say this movie is about in one one or two sentences? I guess. Hmm. Uh, it's about a child murderer who goes back, he escapes his psychiatric hospital that he'd been in for 15 years and goes back to his hometown (laughs) to murder people. Okay. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. fair. Okay. What, what, what was yours? I think it's about a man who is terrible at his job. Um, (laughs) This is a movie about how bad Dr. Loomis is at his job (laughs) because every bad thing that happens is basically his fault uh, and a result of his professional failings and terrible Uh, decision making. So yeah, that's true. That's my, that's my big takeaway from this movie (laughs) is that that guy is a fucking piece of shit. Um, I mean, it is like pretty ridiculous. That given the the scene where Dr. Loomis is driving with the nurse, which that I um, I was really impressed with the nurse in that scene yeah. because she at one point says to him because he's like whining about Michael Myers and, you know, just talking about just how terrible he is right, and evil right. and whatever. And she says something about like, you're so compassionate, your compassion, yeah. your compassion is overwhelming doctor. Uh-huh. And to me, it was like so forward thinking, you know, yeah. where it's, and it's the one throwaway line uh, that recognizes any kind of, you know, mental illness or whatever, right. uh, which, you know, is debatable in this movie, like given, some allusions to what Michael Myers might actually be. But um, in that scene, I thought that was really interesting just that she says that. And like, she has this really quick throwaway scene and it's great. Yeah, She's great. Yeah. She does a great job. But, but my point was given how much um, like how dramatic he is, he's oh so dramatic, God. like melodramatic <laughs> over the top dramatic the... in the car about how horrible this guy is yeah. and how the fuck did he get out? You know, like right. how how hard is it when you have like a bunch of different locked doors, man? I know? don't know. And then, well, yeah, we can get into it. But mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, nothing he does is helpful to anyone in this whole movie. No. Um, oh my god. Yeah, like, I don't even know where to no, start. No, that raises a good point. Why? Why is he in it? To give to give you framing about? I, I guess there's I some guess. exposition. Yeah, I'm right. Is, you, do, not, you need that yeah. character, but. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, 
I've seen it recently, like within the last five or six years and, and mm-hmm. had not felt so strongly about Donald Pleasance. So mm. he, he was hired to add like they wanted every pretty much everyone in the movie was an unknown, not very famous mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. You know, it was being made on this very low budget by largely unknown filmmakers and they wanted to have some gravitas. So they hired Donald mm-hmm. Pleasance, who is this, you know, very well-known actor and whatever i guess and and, (laughs) oh never heard of him he is like for this i and i know you'll probably disagree but like i firmly think that he probably gives the worst performance out of everyone in this movie (laughs) and maybe that's great maybe that's grading on a curve because he's supposed to be this really good you know professional actor with a long career behind him so it's like you know, I think it's also because his character is annoying. Like right? He's, Maybe he's just poorly. He written. has the same line over and over again. You know, which yeah. is what Ugh. what it's supposed to be. But I guess, yeah, yeah. That's my he's, one. Big... I, I don't disagree with you uh, that he's he's phoning it in, but I I think there's an actor who's worse than him. And I mean, and, he does ugh. it. He does it for. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, um, he does it from seventy eight to nineteen ninety five. He is in every one of the sequels except for mm-hmm. Halloween 3 because that has nothing to do with Michael Myers and it was kind of a weird off off thing. Look, cash um, cow, baby. I, guess. I would do it too, Ugh, you know? Boy. Yeah. I uh-huh. haven't seen all of them. Um, and I and the ones that I have seen, I don't necessarily remember particularly well. Mm-hmm. But, oh, <laughs> boy. What a... Ugh. I can't yeah. imagine just being this character and just <laughs> watching him. That's the whole thing one. is just him screaming the evil, you know, like for fucking yeah. almost 20 years. <laughs> I also. Well, and like he, he fucked up so bad and he's like chasing him for that long, oh, you know? Yeah, right, right. It's sad. That's really yeah. sad. I think I would quit that job. Right. And move to a different part of the country. Just retire. And just like. I did what I could, and I really fucked up. I'm I gonna see I if could, somebody else can do it. Which yeah. was nothing. And yeah, nothing. <laughs> now he I'm said all done. in the car that the boy had never talked to him. So right. the other thing is, how would he even know that kid was evil? He's never talked to him. He just sat there. I know he know? had 15 years. 15 to try years. to help this kid. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I did rewatch it again uh, just a couple nights ago too with my. Uh, spouse who is a mental health professional and i Mm -hmm. i I had a lot of questions for her about his oh yeah professional behavior right needless to say it was not great Uh Mm uh-huh very very bad therapist (laughs) yeah psychiatrist clearly didn't do shit um yeah but yeah yeah um Mm. really Mm -mm. quick i just i just Mm. There are a few more odds and ends, and I think I've told you some yep. of these that I would love to just get out in front of the movie, like just yeah, fun yeah. behind sure. the scenes stuff that I think mm-hmm. people will really appreciate. So this movie is set in the fictional fictional town of Haddonfield, Illinois, which is named after Haddonfield, New Jersey, which is where Deborah Hill, the co-writer and producer, was from. Uh, which mm-hmm. I pass that sign on two ninety five every time I drive yeah. to my in laws' house. And I always see Haddonfield and I think fondly of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really nice. But it was filmed in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's set on Halloween night in the Midwest. It was filmed in Pasadena in April, which is the opposite of fall. Yeah. Uh, they they shot around like palm trees and stuff pretty successfully. Mm. I think you can see a few if you look carefully. 
Um, yeah. and, and the Myers house is still there. And I think the house with the Ooh. hedges that he kind of stands out partially behind is still there. Ooh, that's my favorite part of the entire movie. Me too. I the think. hedges. Yeah. I, I like made yeah. Danielle pay attention to that part. I was like, wait, 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 wait watch this, watch this. I don't want you to miss it. And she was it's, like, what? Ooh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. And I just, uh, just for a pause, mm. that I think is probably the best part of the entire movie is how effective him in the background in the back. is the strangers everything. owes everything to this movie yeah he's everywhere all the time mm-hmm. and it's just like the, a, it's so effective and a lot of the yeah. time he's not doing anything not doing and, anything and i yeah. think Oof. this may be the seed for my because i don't i can watch this movie now whenever all the time mm-hmm. and i don't mm-hmm. find it scary i enjoy mm-hmm. it it doesn't scare me anymore i it's mm-hmm. older i know what happens uh, mm-hmm. watching it this time, there was only one part that, that I kind of felt a little anxious about because it was the one part that I couldn't really remember how one of the characters Ooh. died. And I was uh-huh. like, Oh wait, when does, when does she die? And mm-hmm. so I kind of had the anxiety of like, is it now? Is it now? Is it now? Yeah. And yeah. you know, but, but other than that, but I think there are a lot of little things from this movie that like were sort of, you know, perhaps, uh, distilled in, into a much more potent form in the strangers and like that's why mm-hmm. because i saw this when i was mm-hmm. younger um mm-hmm. and like even the camera movements that that opening scene um which was filmed uh it was like a it's i don't think it's actually one complete take but it's almost one complete take um and it, you know it's it's the flashback of him mm-hmm. uh well they say yeah they say it's a five minute single take and it was mm. filmed in that character's point of view so that's different mm-hmm. from the strangers but they used a panaglide camera which was new at the time and mm. it was sort of uh not quite a, a full-on oh god I'm, I'm totally blanking on the camera from the shining um the, yeah the, the no, steady cam. yeah so it, the it would smooth out mm-hmm. these handheld shots but mm-hmm. um the camera would like sway back and forth because of the like ballast or whatever that kept it smooth. So it was uh-huh. always kind of doing this subtle swaying movement. And they did, that's what I've read the director of the strangers did too, where it was like, even Ugh. the static shots, the camera's always kind of slowly, Ugh. there's always some movement. There isn't yeah. a true static shot in that movie. Little uh-huh. things like that where I'm like, ah, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just I, I feel like good. I can I can pin a lot of that <laughs> mm-hmm. irreversible trauma where I'll never be able to watch that movie uh, <laughs> on on Halloween potentially. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a daytime movie. Yeah, you know, not even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah. They had to import their fall leaves to Pasadena. You'll notice the lawns <laughs> are mostly very green. Uh, and all the leaves that are on the ground are just like they had bags of leaves and they would throw them in front of a fan during the takes. And then mm-hmm. after they called cut, they would rake the leaves back up and reuse them because they didn't have <laughs> enough leaves. Uh, they didn't have any pumpkins yeah. and pumpkins weren't in season. So they had to buy mm-hmm. these weird large squash from South America and paint them oh. orange. Whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and, and like, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis and all the other cast members like helped to like fix up the Myers house so that when they could film the flashback scene, you know, on the same, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's crazy. It's just, cool. it's such a cool like backstory to this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's And it's all pretty effective. Yeah. Like the only thing that gave it away for me was the architecture, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. Yeah. Some of it. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, I knew, it, I knew it had been filmed 
not I knew Illinois like it wasn't in Illinois I couldn't remember where but it, it was like oh it must be California because of the architecture but they was pretty successful yeah. for how low budget it is yeah for that kind of stuff you know because yeah. there are big budget movies that will like fuck up and right. have like weird edits and you know and this one at least in the setting piece did a I think did a pretty good job with that mm-hmm. yeah so mm. I should also say just as a quick aside the mm-hmm. first time I watched this movie I had <laughs> Uh, my friend Eddie Blows had come over uh, earlier uh-huh. in the day, uh-huh. <laughs> and <Big name. laughs> uh, the kids were out of town, and everybody was mm-hmm. out of town. And I thought, oh, I'll, you know, I'll have this uh, delicious baked good and see what happens. Uh-huh. And uh, and man, so I watched uh, Ghost Watch first, and nothing happened. And then like two hours oh. in, yep. <laughs> or, or yep, like an hour wait. and a half, or so, it was like twenty <laughs> minutes before this movie ended. I finally started to feel something, God. and it got it got kind of funny, but. So apologies if my notes don't make sense at some point, but I think they're all pretty good. I went back through when I watched it again, and uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I mean, it's that's pretty good. How do you pretty feel about good. the flashback, the opening scene? You know, the the origin of Michael Myers. Did that mm-hmm. did that do anything for you? Did you think it was uh, adequate as an origin story for this character? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did. Um, I did. The only thing that I. Um, like I got a little bit confused on was the, I mean, it's a minor thing, but the camera, it's supposed to be shot from his like point of view, but it's but at he's an like adult six height. feet tall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when he's standing and, and about to stab yeah. his sister. And, right. Yeah. Well, I and said the that other too. <laughs> part was, it wasn't totally clear that it was his sister. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Because the other thing I have never understood and I, it's, I've only seen one other Halloween movie, and it was the other Halloween movie that Jamie Lee Curtis was in. Halloween 2 um, or H2O. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw that um, in theaters. <laughs> yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah, the era, the ice skate to the face, era. the hockey skate. Yeah. Oh, I don't really understand how stuff got discombobulated to be that she is his sister. That was... in this, she is not. No, right? she is not. And I believe mm-hmm. now in the new continuity established by the new film, which is coming mm-hmm. out now, she mm-hmm. is not his sister anymore. Oh. Um, and that's okay. important Good. for one, one reason, which I can touch on shortly. But I did see in one of these articles, interview things that I read, John Carpenter has said, I guess, a couple times that like, they just wanted to make the sequel for more money and, and like Love he it. just knew he had yeah. to do it and yeah. he like got a six pack of beer and like chugged it and then like wrote the movie in like two hours and, and that was like awesome. the one thing he could think like which <laughs> which kind of ruins the original because it's like the scary thing about Michael Myers is that like oh man he'll come after anybody so yeah. when it becomes like right. oh he's got to kill his other sister because he killed the first one 15 years ago mm-hmm. like oh okay I yeah. mean it works like, but eh. right. it you know it also kind of ruins the original um mm-hmm. And yeah. and that was actually one thing, too. I, I highlighted stuff that I didn't remember, like any of the stuff that I didn't remember, because I mm-hmm. feel like generally I had a pretty good memory of this movie and, and could tell you scene by scene what happened in it. Yeah, um, same here. And another fun thing about this movie, so so Halloween has been remade once before by Rob Zombie. He made a Halloween <laughs> remake in the 2000s oh, no. after H, H2O had a sequel to that was like a direct sequel to it with Jamie Lee Curtis again. And she gets killed in the beginning and whatever. Oh, no. And then Rob Zombie her. is in the, the – he he made two. He made like a Halloween one and a Halloween two that came out after that. And I've never seen them. And I've heard that they're mm. not nah. the best. And 
Um, and then now there's this one, which is the new retcon sequel. And hmm. oh, what's retcon? Oh, when you like retroactively change the continuity of a. Of a oh, yeah. Oh. So okay. so now and I, be, I believe because I saw something in a review that like there is a line in this movie where, oh, people say that, you know, Laurie Strode is actually Michael Myers' sister, but that's just a rumor. Um, so they mm. sort of address it. But I, I don't know. I don't know if they definitively make that not the case anymore. But that that did come from Halloween, too, mm. which was from 1981. Um, mm. And it was just sort of a throwaway thing. Strangely enough, and don't ask me how I know this, but uh, <laughs> so mm. there were there were two porn parodies made of Halloween, and they both mm. came out at the same time. I, Ooh, I, it's like you and that guy who wrote that book. I know it is Damn. like that. I I like did a little research, and <laughs> I really do mean I did it for this podcast. Uh-huh. I looked up, I found an article from when they both came out because like some adult website reviewed them both, and it was like the dueling Halloween porn parodies and like the the relative mm. merits of both of them, and it's oh, like boy. it's oh, crazy because they were both like they both reused like the cover art almost exactly like the <laughs> the pumpkin mm-hmm. knife thing, and I'm like, how could yeah. they do that? Like that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like how did well, they get the like a- was it a dick instead of a knife? Nope. Still a knife. <laughs> still a knife. Okay. But that's a, you should Oof, pass that gross. note on to them retroactively. Oh, so is it like a porn horror movie? I, I don't mean, like that. ostensibly, yeah, I think it's supposed okay. to be. Gross. But yeah. in, in the, not, one, not at my, least. Not my style. Yeah, no, okay. I know. <laughs> but in one of oh. them, in one of them, I believe the Laurie character has sex with the Michael Myers character. And I remember thinking that's a weird thing to do. Now it's okay. So just so you know, if you find yourself, (laughs) now that's fine. It's been retroactively Mm -hmm. fixed by this new film. So don't worry about it. Um, Okay. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) I just remember like seeing, it was like Gizmodo and io9, the like genre websites that that were all part of Gawker. Like there was Mm -hmm. a Star Wars porn parody that came out at some point. And I remember my friend from college telling me about it and I was like oh cool like that seems weird uh like a thing that shouldn't happen (laughs) yeah and and this one was the same thing and then sure enough Mm -hmm. like somehow not just one but two that came out at the exact same time and it's like it's pretty good this movie has really spawned I mean quite quite a universe of of uh, other films I mean well and I think film history is littered with those kind of paired movies right wasn't there like Twister and whatever the other Tornado movie Oh, yeah, movie and the was. two volcano the, movies. The two volcano two movies. The two movies. magic movies with... Um, wait, what's the magic movies? There was one with Christian Bale. Oh, wait. Where um, the Prestige. Yeah, And then there was another movie. one with like Edward Norton or something. Like that happened at the same time. Oh, shit. I didn't know about yeah. that. I kind of Those like, are both good. I kind of like the Prestige. But I've never heard of the I've never heard of the other one. But, uh, I forget what it's called. My, yeah. <laughs> it's, Edward Norton. it's a real good one, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. It was him and Jessica Biel, who mm. I do really like. Yeah. Odd, odd pairing, but sure. you know, she's great. Love you can't her. beat David Bowie's Tesla. That's all I'll say. That's right. That. <laughs> uh, no, my big touchstone for that, though, will always be that, that phenomena of like mm-hmm. weird shit like that is uh, the mm-hmm. Armageddon Deep Impact. You know? Uh-huh. Yep. Like, yep. what the fuck? Yep. How That's did right. that happen? That's right. <laughs> like, How did that happen? I think uh, you should publish your book. You know, how did that, that happen? <laughs> it's been long enough, you know? Yeah. How did that happen? That's the like, title. No, um, that's fine. Can we can we go back to who we thought 
were bad actors. Yes, and, sure. <laughs> and um, the relationships built in this movie because mm-hmm. they, they kind of go together for me. Sure. Um, I so my I had two main takeaways from this movie, and one of them was that Laurie's friend Linda in the movie, who is the blonde kind of airhead character mm-hmm. whose boobs you Linda do with see, a it's y. like the iconic mm-hmm, Linda with a Y. She is aside like aside from Jamie Lee Curtis, she's I think the best actor in this movie. She's okay. like okay. fantastic. Like I remember as a as a chit as a chit as, as a, a child <laughs> as a kid child. As a kid, I I remember, you know, uh, just feeling like, oh, you know, this, this, she's the airhead character who's sleeps with her boyfriend, and so she's gonna die first or whatever, which isn't how it happens either. Which we could talk about in a second, but it's not that easy to be what to do what she does in this movie, which Mm -hmm. is act like an airhead, but also be really realistic as a as a decent friend. She's charming. She's funny. She's like really warm. Her relationship with Bob is kind of, it's not sweet, yeah. but it's kind of like, it's like, believable. Yeah. You know? And he's not even, yeah. I was surprised at bad. how undouchey. Yeah. Like he could yeah. be a lot worse. And I thought that he yeah. was. And Except I... for what he said to Lindsay Wallace. Well, he said sure. something sexual to her, which was really weird. Well, about her, um, right? Because he never actually interacts with her, does he? About her. Right, yes, right, it is. right, right. That's yeah, right, yeah, right. Because yeah. he doesn't interact with her. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, like a throwaway, weird yeah. 70s douchebag guy line. But right, th- right. All that I know exactly say, what you're talking and, about. <laughs> uh-huh, and I was like, oh, okay, that didn't end well. Um, <clears throat> but she's, she's just so charming. And like when she died, I was really upset. It was like, I knew she was going to die. I've seen it before. But mm-hmm. that whole part was such a bummer because she was there was something about that actress and about that character that like really um did more than they even needed her to do sure you know loved it yeah she was on the great. other hand yeah on the flip side uh annie was like and there again from my personal experience my friendships are a lot gentler than this friendship and <laughs> i think it i think it is there was an era of so I think this this is a common depiction of female friendships in that era of movies. Sure. So I feel like that must have been, you know, maybe a way things were or something. But that actor who played Annie was really distracting to me. I just thought she was so, uh, she was almost monotone, you know, mm. Laurie, blah, 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 you know, and just like constantly on her ass. For, yeah. for little stuff like Lori's getting in the car hurry up she's just unpleasant she's mean she like <laughs> uses Lori to babysit Lindsay Wallace so she can go fuck her boyfriend and it's like well I just I didn't like her if we're getting I on was... people for that I mean Linda and her creep boyfriend do no, go that's go true. go that's over true. to Lindsay Wallace's house to fuck in her oh, parents yeah, bed while they're gross. not there I, know, I mean look, it's all gross. that's real no, gross no, that's, that's gross too and they're two separate things like the reason that it pisses me off with Annie is that she makes Lori right, watch babysit. The kid. Yeah. 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 Well, that she goes is pretty and does wild. that. That is pretty and wild. And then like doesn't call her. She also, I would be like, very upset calls... if I came home yeah. and my oh, kids yeah. were gone and the babysitter <laughs> just taken them to some other babysitter's house. And that she was asleep at this other house. Like right. your child is asleep at a different right. house. Oh, right. yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like, 
as a kid, I had a different impression where I always liked Lori, which, mm. you know, Bookner yeah, identified with her. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She's just, you know, she's a screen goddess. Love her. Um, but I remember as a kid thinking Linda was a throwaway and that Annie was like a better friend. And it was mm. just it was she was so distracting. I thought Annie was so much the better yes. actor of the two, but only really? marginally. Yeah. And I, I don't remember mm. what exactly it was, but I just thought, yeah, she's pretty good. And I never Oof. appreciated her that much. Like I remembered mm. Linda more. And then I mm-hmm. had heard her recently on I Was There Too. And that sort of crystallized that to me. And it was like, oh, yeah, what's the other one? And so I think out mm. of, I don't know if it was a sort of subconscious sense of like, oh, yeah, what about her? You know, like, when mm-hmm. when's it going to be her What about turn? her? You know, like, yeah. What uh, about the brunette? You know, but yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was fine uh, and, and thought she did a pretty great job. I liked her a lot. Liked them both a lot, though. Like, I, I should say, like, from the moment I pushed play to watch this movie, um, you know, the music starts, the orange mm-hmm. text comes up. I was like screaming. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> God, yes, fuck. Oh, I love They're this movie. very into it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I yeah. Mean, the I just... opening credits, I forgot about the pumpkin and the yes. jack-o'-lantern thing. It's great. It's I great. I love it's the way great. it's carved. I don't know how mm-hmm. intentional it was or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's just a really good looking, not mm-hmm. over the top, very simple classic jack-o'-lantern, but there's something mm-hmm. off about it. It's and great. When yep. I had my little... Uh, uh, home brewery thing going on for a while mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our first beer as you may recall was that pumpkin beer that i did i think when we mm-hmm. were when we were working together in the same place yeah. Uh, yeah and and the labels that i made had a little i called it a tap lantern it was a jack-o-lantern with a, a beer tap mm, coming out of the top of it yeah because it was a cute. pumpkin beer and the mm-hmm. jack-o-lantern was this jack-o-lantern mm-hmm. which i had photoshopped well. together with a brilliant I, mean, I, I just i yeah. th- it's such a good jack-o'-lantern it's great if it's i were so good. writing my review and that if they had to pick the one line from rotten tomatoes to put up there it's mm-hmm. a really good jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm. yep. fresh thumbs it up fresh 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 <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be it exactly yep totally fresh I and just, you know you mentioned the score which of course of course everybody knows that score it is i didn't know john Car carpenter did that too and i think like i came away from this movie being just really impressed with him as an artist pulling all of those things together on a shoestring budget yeah um yeah and the music it's a fantastic score i will say this time around it was like it played throughout the whole movie like yeah. it never stopped. Yeah. It was just yeah. like it's not the I mean entire time. Right, right. Yeah. It which it's it's an amazing score in it's a lot great. of ways. It's great. There are moments of it that I'm like, okay. Like Yeah. Can we just put a pause on that? One point Can where he's like dialogue? hiding behind a, a car or something and like Yes when oh, they're when they're babysitting good. across the street and like he's just yes. sort of watching that and and there's they just do like a weird like interjection of noise at one point and it's like oh okay because he like stands up and it goes and it's like oh, that, <laughs> yeah. like the little things like that i'm like all right, all right yeah all right fucking cool it. but then at the end it's... uh when he starts he, you never hear it until the very end of the movie or towards the end i guess when i think when he's about to kill linda and then it it picks up again uh mm-hmm. when he's chasing laurie around and it's the really p like you hear a clean like non synthesizer piano and it's just done, done on yeah dun. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dun, dun, yeah. Dun. that that one's really good too I like That's that good. there's That's some pretty good. good shit in there and and mm-hmm. you know as an overall work of art I think it's a good a good score yeah big fan yeah I agree 
I agree. It is. It's fantastic. It was just like, oh my god, it's all. Yeah. It's like never ending. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I yeah, um for sure. I love the sort of that first establishing shot you get of Haddonfield in '78, and it's just the. It's like shot from the middle of a four-way intersection, you know, and mm-hmm. I just love the way it looks. It it doesn't it doesn't really look like the neighborhood I grew up in, but it, there's something about it that it really does have a very kind of any town suburban vibe, mm-hmm. and, and the you know yeah, the trees, they did it right. the street trees are great, and it just it mm-hmm. sort of reminds me of like being young and in the house that I grew up in. There's there's something mm-hmm. about it that just really is evocative, and um, mm-hmm. they did a great job with that, yeah. Did you notice that Lori's mm. dad kind of looks like a young Anthony Bourdain? Because oh. when I watched it, I was like, wait, who is that? Who is that actor? Mm. And I couldn't figure out why I knew his face, and I like had to pause it. Oh, yeah. And then I was, and I looked up who it was, and I was like, nope, don't know who that is. <laughs> and then I no finally neither. like clicked that like he kind of looks like him, and I thought that was oh. sort of interesting. I did I mean, not notice not that. Not really, but, but you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's interesting. No, I didn't, didn't. Didn't notice that one this time around. Um, I did. I did wonder about. So this is kind of jumping to something different entirely. But mm. once he starts killing people, so Annie is his first. No, yeah. the the garage guy is his first kill oh, right. of the day. Right. Yes. Um, so which was forget. great. I kind of forgot about that part. Like how he but, gets his costume or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I liked. Yeah, I mean they don't tell you how he got his mask, but. He um, no, he robs the hardware store. Remember, Annie's dad, the sheriff. They, they oh pull yeah, yeah, that's yep. right. Yes, that's right. Must have been yeah, some yeah. goddamn kids. All they told, all they took yeah. was the Halloween mask and some knives and whatever. That's right. Yeah, which was great. You know, they did a lot of good exposition pieces like Bread that. Breadcrumbs, baby. Yeah, that weren't they weren't clunky. I didn't think yeah. I thought those were good. It was um, subtle real enough. Real fast about the mask. Uh, I saved this to tell you until now, but go on. Uh, or maybe I did already tell you. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Mike and I were at the suspense uh, the is killing out- me. <laughs> yeah, the Gap Outlet a few weeks ago, like the most mundane fucking place. Right? Sure, Gap sure. Outlet, and there was this kid oh, wearing no. a Michael Myers mask who was hiding behind what? stuff. And I was like, and I he got me. He like totally got me, and I was oh, I was just like, fuck you, you know. <laughs> accidentally like kill a, you know, some kid in a self-defense uh, like reflex but he yeah. was he was great he was really creepy because he didn't laugh he didn't move quickly did he, he just say you could tell anything like blah like no he didn't say anything. even after he just the... stood there no he just Ooh. stood there <laughs> and like his mom was there because i heard her calling to him and he like kind of turned and then he just he would go like to another rack and just it's not like he would hide in the clothing racks but he was like hiding behind anyway I applauded him and hated him at the same time because it was just like, man, I'm just here at the Gap Outlet trying to find some jeans, you know? And this kid is right. fucking me up. But it was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but getting back to the, my question. So he kills the garage guy. Annie's his first kill. And it, it seemed like there were a couple... He he, I was trying to figure out how he was killing people because he strangles her from behind, but he stabs her too, right? Annie? Yeah. I don't think so. I think that's just a straight up strangle. Or maybe he breaks her neck because there's a moment where he's like strangling her and it goes on and on. And then right. like, she dies all this like quickly. And it's like, mm, OK. And it happened again with Bob where he actually strangles him and then stabs him. Right. He definitely gets stabbed. <laughs> yeah. And somehow yeah, pinned to the wall or whatever. with Yeah. Which is effective. 
Yeah, it was like, yeah, exactly. It wasn't, you know, realistic, but it was effective. Not and Linda, he for sure just strangles with the phone cord, right? Yeah, 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 I think so. Anyway, I was like a little confused about how he killed people a little bit. Yeah, but. he's known for the for the knife and for the stabbings, mm-hmm. but he actually does mm-hmm. a fair amount of stranglings in the franchise mm-hmm. and stabbing with other creative objects sometimes, mm-hmm. a la okay. the hockey skate to the face in H2O. Um, oh, see, I don't remember. But oh, it's like the you. opening scene or something. God, that oh. movie was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, one thing I love about Jamie Lee Curtis is like, She's game, you know. Well, she actually she doesn't have to that do was this like kind of shit. almost her idea because the the mm-hmm. curse of Michael Myers, which was the sixth Halloween movie, there mm-hmm. are now with the new one that just came out eleven total plus the two porn oh parodies. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! <laughs> and so and one one doesn't have anything to do with Michael <laughs> Myers, so it's Halloween three season of the witch. It's it's like a weird plot that oh. involves a ancient Samhain plot to no, murder kids it. via you know, children's halloween mask it's really stupid i'm there i'm there I love um it. but so the the last one came out in 1995 of the original kind of run and then hmm. scream came out in 97 oh and yeah. jamie lee was like why don't we do a halloween like this she gets it yeah she gets it and i mean i, I, I kind of yeah. want to rewatch it with that mm-hmm. context and see because i've heard that like yeah. The dialogue is actually kind of funny. Like it has like a very like Dawson's Creek, like Gilmore Girl, like the way the pace nice. of people's conversation is very mm-hmm. that era and like. Oof, I so, don't know if I want to watch it, but uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm sort of <laughs> like really interested it, but... in in how mm-hmm. that might read to me now. I know at the time I I was like, oh, that wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> like even even as like <laughs> yeah. a 14 year old or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, thing there are some things I did not remember about this movie, which I think mm-hmm. is pretty interesting. The first okay. thing is, and I, I hadn't really necessarily questioned it because I think in the back of my head, I thought, oh, well, it's because he's his, her sister or whatever, because mm. I saw the second one at a young age, whatever. But you never really, at least to me in my memory, I, I could not remember why he starts targeting Lori and her friends specifically out of everyone in uh, this town. Why? Yeah. Why does he? Well, so the 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 one thing that I I think is the answer to that. And that I had completely forgotten is that her dad is the real estate agent. Oh, yeah. He's selling uh-huh. the Myers house, which has been yeah. abandoned since the night of the murders 15 mm-hmm. years ago. And yeah. he asks her to drop a key and leave it under the That's porch right. mat because he's got to show the house later, which is like, just uh-huh. bring the key with you when you yeah. go to show the house. But when Hello? she goes on the porch, he happens to have broken in only, you know, yeah. in the early hours of the morning after he drove mm-hmm. from there. And he sees her. And that's when mm-hmm. he like... That's that, right. After that moment, he starts following her around. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when she meets up with Annie and Linda, Linda yells at him for speeding. No, it's Annie who does Oh, it. right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, Annie does. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Look, don't. <laughs> Linda is um, a innocent in all of this. And so. I assume that's how, how they get, like, how they become yeah. on his list or whatever, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then yeah, he like memorizes their face for murder while he sits there stopped for me. And that is actually one of the, that was like, I was like, Oh, holy shit. That's really scary. Like yes. when he slams when he on stops. the brakes. Oh my God. Yeah. No, it was a real moment. Cause I feel like that's, that's very real. That's like, an experience. A lot of women have had, and probably a lot of men too. Just yeah. road rage just kind of things. Road rage where, crazy people uh, get out of their mm-hmm. car and start that's screaming right. at you because you asked them yeah. not to run you over in a crosswalk where you had the right of way. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, exactly. shit like that. Yeah, shit like that. You got um, it. Yeah, that was really scary. 
Uh, yeah, that yeah, that might be the scariest part of the fucking movie. Huh. Um, Aside from the hedge part, the hedge part was yeah, that's good shit, man. And every t- every time he sits up behind her, it's great. It's effective uh, 40, every time. The fucking ninety so degree good. sit up, Ugh. <laughs> classic. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I actually speaking of that, that happens a couple times in the Hill House, but it, it happens in like a bunch of different movies, and I wonder if that was another like first timer of that kind of of that thing you know in the background shot of somebody sitting up like that that's supposed to be dead yeah i'm i'm pretty sure that this invented that but i don't know it for a fact Um, it's pretty good but it is like always Mm. attributed to like that was the scariest fucking part of this movie for people Mm -hmm. like because you think he's finally dead and but how would see it's like they thought he was dead like the other part well, okay. I had a, I had actually a couple continuity questions. Okay. Uh, well, one, it's not really a question. It's just an exasperated like Lori almost <laughs> kills him like four times. I and know. He, finish and the she job. keeps falling for it. I know. Well, but can she finish the job? But let's get that well. to that in a second. Let's get hold on. No, I want to because I want to really get into that. But the other thing about it, where Annie parks her gar- car in their garage. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, I didn't know if there was a reason for that because I was like, uh, I don't know. That's, I guess that's just what you do in the seventies. I don't know. I also didn't really understand why she would wash her clothes. You know, she spilled stolen. stuff on her. I know she did, but it's like well, you're gonna go home in like two hours. You know? Yeah, that's true. But she wanted to then like it. meet up with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. so she wanted to look good. I mean, she did. She looked yeah. great. Yeah, that oversized shirt—that's iconic. You know, oh, it's always great. Yep, and her little socks and shoes. She's she's a babe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, just I had a couple of like random notes just because I don't want to forget them. Uh, the sheet ghost. Yes. I thought you probably of loved that. It was great. Really, really effective. Always and a very scary because it's funny at first, right? Like so, when after he kills Bob, he puts the sheet on, goes back up to talk to Linda, puts Bob's glasses on, and it's like it looks funny. And they just what's super effective is like she keeps talking to him and he doesn't respond. And it gets scarier and scarier as the scene goes on. And then he kills her when she answers the phone. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I was impressed, really impressed with that part. Um, the other, not really throwaway, because it's probably kind of one of those iconic things that fans of the movie like, but that uh, graveyard attendant. Oh, yeah. Um, really was kind of a. You know, number three. Goddamn kids! Why do they do it? <laughs> it just really starts yeah. belting it out. He's great. He's Feel bad great. for the boom mic operator that day. <laughs> fucking lost his hearing. Well, he just like he really drags out his monologue, and mm-hmm. you know, just a uh, I, I just want fucking headstone, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. I just want him to like for every aspiring actor out there for every actor who's like working hard out there like if you get one scene in a movie just Scream. make sure you do with Scream. it with this guy what this guy did you know yeah you might never have another one so why not just go for it i yeah. loved it yeah loved it so much um <sighs> Yeah. I did not remember the part of the movie, and this will become useful in our tropes uh, thing Ooh, in a few yes. minutes uh-huh. here. Michael Myers kills two dogs in this movie. I know. I didn't remember oh really either of those, but I definitely didn't remember the first one that he kills yeah. and then eats yes. part of it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank <laughs> did you for not sure. remember that. <laughs> 
uh, either. He got hungry. Yeah, which uh, that was one of my notes I was going to ask you. Like, did he eat the dog? Apparently. I, I like, double-checked when I watched it again because I was like, no, he just killed it. But no, they say he got hungry. So I'm assuming that's what it means, which that also reminds me, you don't see that dead dog. Um, Yes. This is largely a bloodless movie. I mean, you do see a little blood Mm. here and there, but it isn't That's like right. the over-the-top right. gore of of sort of all the slasher films that came after it. Again, yeah. including Halloween too, like the direct mm-hmm. sequel to this movie, which has like a scene of it right after the "Hey, this is the boobs" part is like a part where this nurse gets drowned in a hot tub. But in addition mm. to drowning her, he like has cranked up the heat to a boiling level, so her you know skin what, like comes off. You I've remember seen that? It. Yeah, I've yeah. seen Halloween too. It's yes. a fucking oh, terrible it's, movie. It's really messed up. And that it's scene really is bad. like disgusting yeah. to watch. Like it's really gross. Like the the murder, the yeah, the death yeah. scenes are like all really gory and like just yeah. over the top. And like that's uh-huh. that's sort of what the genre became known for. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this movie didn't really do that. Didn't really do that. That's um, true. Which is sort of no, interesting. that's a great observation. Yeah. yeah. It didn't cause... need to because this movie nope. knew that it was about the suspense. Mm-hmm. The yep. Tom Petty yeah. rule of horror. Tom Petty. Yeah, the waiting. Oh, is yeah. The that's right. Part. That's right. You got it. Ugh, it's good. It's good. It's another good one. Everything's landing dunk tonight, for me. man. Yeah. I am just like not seeing anything coming like that little kid in the gap outlet. I Ooh, am traumatized. That is terrifying. <laughs> I do not like it that was story. Really, it was really scary. At all. Little shit. That little shit. Um, um, but can we, okay, so actually that's a good segue. Uh, the, the dog. So mm-hmm. he ate the dog because I guess. he got hungry. Probably just and, the, the wiener or something, you know? Yeah, just the wiener. I mean, everybody knows it's the best part. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Edit that out. No, Mark like, this for editing. And great. No, you can. It's fine. I meant it. It's good. <laughs> what? Is that weird? Um, uh, no, like the, the dog part, there were a couple times where, you know, the dramatic doctor said things about him being evil and right. I've never met you know he's pure evil blah 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 right, blah. right so and at the very end of course which i think is one of the best endings i forgot that it ended that way where this just you know they shoot him out the window you see him fall to the ground they cut to the doctor then they go back and he's not there anymore and then it ends and well it's brilliant no, it's so the it's best so thing good. about it is you cut back and he's not there and then yeah. it does that thing where it cuts to the couch that he was behind when yes. he was standing, yes, that's and then right. it cuts to right. the empty that's closet. Right. It cuts yes. to all these places that he was, yeah, uh-huh. and he's not that's there. Great. And that is he's like my favorite fucking thing. I that it's, is like the ending the best. is. It's really one of the best movie endings mm-hmm. I think of any movie I've ever seen. It's so good. It's so effective. But so adding all of that together, though, is the movie saying that he isn't human, that he's like a devil, or you know. It's so, something I'd never thought about before. And then this time around, I wondered if, yeah. oh, wait. I think the you internal know? logic of this movie leaves it up mm-hmm. for debate and doesn't really mm. want to or try to explain it past that. Yeah. The idea is yeah, that, I like, agree. this is just a guy, somebody went on a killing spree for no reason. Mm-hmm. We don't, they don't know why he really killed his sister. He just snapped, and that's just the way it is, and that's why it's scary. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know whatever like it's a sort of 
the unnaturalness of it, the way that he moves, yeah. the way that he sits up. The guy that played him was actually like a Juilliard trained dancer. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. So he becomes like this giant monster in the future films, but he's actually like a pretty lean guy. You can see in a couple of these movies where yeah, you see. Yeah, I was, I forgot about it. He's like a little guy. Yeah, he's very slim. Average yeah. height and yeah. And mm-hmm. um, and, and like that, that's kind of, you know, but the, but it's like, it's not for any real reason. The The franchise kind of takes it down this weird end where, so the third movie, which doesn't really have anything to do with him, talks about all this stuff. Uh, related mm-hmm. to like Samhain and ancient Celtic rituals. And then it comes back up in Halloween uh, 6, The Curse of Michael Myers from 1995, which was Paul Rudd's film debut, who plays Ooh. a grown-up <laughs> version of Tommy Doyle, the boy who Laurie babysits. Oh, um, and it turns out that like there's this, you find out in Halloween 5, the end of Halloween 5, that um, he has like this tattoo of a rune or something on his wrist and he's under (laughs) the influence of an evil rune and there's like this cult of thorn which is what's he's just a vessel for this evil cult Uh and that's why he comes out on halloween night and he's dormant the other 364 days of the year Uh, that is so (laughs) whatever yeah and you know like this was none of this was necessarily intended Mm -hmm. from this original movie but but it becomes kind of a thing and I, i i believe that this retcon with the new sequel has hopefully wiped that all out too. And he's just like some random dude who's maybe stronger, doesn't feel pain, whatever, like some sort of less supernatural reason for it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But apparently the novelization, which I I don't know why there was a novelization for this movie, but the novelization that came out like in 78 also talks something about like Celtic, you know, Druid rituals and all this shit. Mm. And like, so Mm. I don't know is the short answer. Yeah, well, but do you get the impression just from this movie as a standalone that you're supposed to question whether or not he's human? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I mean, I guess you would have to after he gets shot like six times and well, runs that was away. The thing. I mean, yeah, like I he mean, kept getting, have to. he got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> he, yeah, he got shot a few times. She stabbed him too, didn't mm-hmm. she, when mm-hmm. he was in the closet? Yep. Um, she nailed him. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting to me. Um, I think it's, you know, just as effective either way. You can't kill the And probably, yeah, <laughs> probably more interesting if he's human. But I yeah. have never really noticed that angle before. And it was, I don't know, it got me. I was like, oh, maybe. Spooky, maybe. spooky stuff. Yeah, very, very, yes. And the other thing I totally, totally forgot is that you see his face. Yeah, just for a second. Yeah. But it's like not even super fast it's like oh yeah, yeah okay it's long enough There's to look face. at it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um but did they i wasn't sure if they um if it was the actor's face or if they did have some facial prostheses i think on they did i think they mm. did um okay yeah yeah but i yeah i don't know and the i meant to go back and yeah. look at that and look it up mm-hmm. but i didn't and uh sorry <laughs> oh, okay wow great well like I spent a little too now. much time researching the porn parodies. Uh, <laughs> not enough time researching. I got them. a little distracted. Uh, 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 kicked in. I just wanted I, my uh, list of the sequels to be complete. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Another thing I didn't remember, and this was the part that I found like the most sort of scary in the sense that I was like anxious and kind of like getting nervous about it, and you know, like actually felt a little scared. Um, Annie's 
death. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And they, and they kind of drag it out mm-hmm. compared to the other ones. Um, Very effectively. Yeah. She, she gets locked out in their like outside laundry room, which again, I don't think you would have that in the Midwest. So that's kind of a giveaway mm-hmm. that it's California. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> like point. you have just yeah. to walk through the yard to go to this laundry shed, which uh-huh. is a very weird idea. Um, yeah. She goes out there and then gets locked. He like locks her in and you see her outside the windows and the doors watching her. And she's just like mm-hmm. doing laundry and then she gets locked in and then she's climbing out of a window and you're like, oh, he's going to get her when she's coming out of the window. Yeah, and he never so does scary. until she's back and goes back and gets the keys and gets in her car. And I had yeah. some legitimate anxiety, like not knowing yeah. when that was going to happen because I could not for the life of me remember how Annie died. Like mm-hmm. I remember Linda's death mm-hmm. and I remember the guy getting stabbed into the wall, Bob's death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, I mean, that's, that's yeah. basically the only two suspenseful other deaths in the movie. So, yeah, um, that's right. Interestingly, right? Because yeah. you think of it as a slasher movie. Yeah. Pretty low body kill, count. The body count is like, you know, a lot, but it's still, yeah, yeah. it's anyways. Um, mm. Question for you, mm. which I think is just an interesting thing. So they're all babysitting these kids. Yeah. Who are all these parents going out on Halloween night? You think they're just Hello? like total Halloween freaks, you know? Like, yeah, they must be. I, like, yeah. That's kind of a fun. I'd like to see that it, movie. Like the parents that are like, know, "Oh my god, go? it's Do here! Go it's Halloween!" Yeah, so excited. And they dressed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they got dressed up when they got there, probably. You know. Oh yeah. Well, I thought the same thing because it was like, uh, well, I guess Tommy Doyle still had his Halloween costume on. Yeah. What was Lindsay Wallace to be? didn't have a Halloween costume on, so like. Yeah. Had they gone trick-or-treating beforehand? Earlier. Yeah, because when, yeah. when Lori gets home from school or whatever, there are kids out They're trick-or-treating. trick-or-treating. Yeah. So I assume yeah. that that happened earlier in the night. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. it's a sad story about these kids getting locked up and not being allowed to trick-or-treat. Hello? Yeah. That's well, the real I, horror film. At one film. point, I did hear, so they, you know, they were supposed to go to the babysitting places at seven. So they get there at seven and then they're supposed to put the kids to bed at nine. Mm -hmm. The parents are probably going to be home at like 11. So we're only talking about a four hour babysitting window and Michael Myers kills all those people (laughs) in that amount of time. Um, But quickly going back to your Annie thing, like that was, I remember her dying in the car, but Mm. the, I was thinking the same thing. Like they really dragged her death out and it was really good. Um, not like the actual scene of her death that was pretty horrible, but like, you know, all of the, the leading up. And there was a part I hadn't remembered where, so she forgets the keys, or, uh, the door's locked, she forgets the keys, goes back to get him. She gets back, she just opens the door, and right. there's like a, you can see where he'd pried into the car. Oh, I that didn't was, notice that. Yeah, it was very quick, and they show nice. her opening the door with at the handle, and you can see that there's like a pry mark, and she just opens and gets in. Mm-hmm. In that part too, like she notices the the steam, and he sits straight up in the back again. Mm-hmm. I did actually. I jumped a couple times in this movie, even though you know I've seen it however many times. Right. It's just the way that guy moves. Um, mm-hmm. It's yeah, really effective. And yeah. you know, it's really like it's such a simple. Everything about this movie is so simple. Yeah. I just don't know how they how they pulled it off, frankly, or how it's. I don't know, like how such a simple, like, you know, simple things came together in such a way that I think most people who saw it at the ages we did, like, remember all of these things about it. Yeah. And it's it's Mm -hmm. interesting, too, because the people that made this movie have, like, gone on record multiple times saying, like, 
they did not think this was ever yeah. going to be successful. Nobody uh-huh. intended to make money. No, they just mm-hmm. Carpenter wanted to make a movie, mm-hmm. and he had made a student film at like USC or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. That was like kind of a short version of this, but not quite as fleshed out. And but it was mm-hmm. the idea that like it, you know, these random killings or whatever. And and he didn't. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make westerns. He didn't want to do horror Ooh, at all. Well. I understand um, <laughs> that. Questions. They're so good. Yeah. And, and then they finally were like, well, what if you take that and make it longer? Like, uh, hmm. you know, George Lucas was going to take THX, whatever, his student film and turn it into a full length. And all these other people had done that. And he was like, okay, great. Hmm. And and then hmm. so they had this idea like, well, let's have it be babysitters because babysitters are sexy and, uh, you know, whatever. And there was this <laughs> weird thing. That pro- the producer yeah. was like, there was some sort of porn connection there too, I think with one of them oh and, boy. Oh boy. and, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sexy thing. And then, but then he also was the one. So it was, it was being drafted as the babysitter murders. And he Oof. was like, well, what if we made it on set on Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, the scariest night of the year. And we call the film Halloween. And and it's like, and Carpenter gives him credit and he's just like, Oh, I can't believe nobody else had called a movie. Halloween yeah. before we were we were uh-huh. able to lock that down and it's mm-hmm. just like yeah what a crazy like mm-hmm. you know like this idea mm-hmm. that like just some stupid idea where the guy was like oh what about some sexy babysitters oh boy <laughs> you know like it turned I into this he wrote the porn yeah yeah that's probably right. well and i mean there's so much about it again so many simple ideas in the movie that mm-hmm. like just sitting up after you die mm-hmm. you know sure or just having like a creepy white face hiding everywhere like he's everywhere yeah and i i had only remembered the hedge one because it really really got me standing but out in the clothesline the clothesline yeah. by the car and it's mm-hmm. funny like in the one the ones like that i mean the hedge was i think the scariest but then there are ones where you can't quite tell he's even there right, right. because that mask is so perfect yeah and it, it was like a william shatner sometimes. mask right, right like right. so yeah yeah, and like it's it's just amazing that none of that had ever happened. That there wasn't really a slasher movie like this before that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. horror movies were more about monsters, or I don't even know, you know. I mean, I guess devil, demonic stuff for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were a couple ghost movies, like a haunting, or the haunting is is really scary as a ghost movie. It's good. You yeah, should watch that for 2019. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just more of an aside than anything else. But <laughs> did you mm-hmm. notice when Bob and Linda are having sex? Uh, I guess oh, the yeah. phone rings. I, sh- I kept oh, rewinding yeah, sure it did. to watch it over and over again. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Um, yeah. Well, he makes some comment. She has to take the phone off the hook, which becomes like a, I think, a minor plot point later um, because it rings and he's like, she says something like, oh, what, can't keep it up or whatever? And he's like, I can't help it. The damn phone keeps ringing. And it's like, yeah. wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> so a phone ringing, <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait a minute. That that part just, well, I was, look. the sound Between of a ringing phone the, is, uh, yeah. it really I gets mean, him, it distracts him. I know? guess, is that a thing? I, I It guess. takes a lot of concentration, concentration to keep an erection. As a horny teen, which they're supposed to be, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> he really has to focus. Yeah, you know? sure, sure, sure. When, um, yeah, with a hot babe. Oh, God, mm. that yeah. was kind of funny. 
Um, mm-hmm. I didn't notice that. That is funny. It's just like this weird line. line. Like, I can't yeah. help it. The phone keeps ringing. <laughs> Bob. Uh, Bob, poor yeah. guy. Do you think mm-hmm. uh, Paul has survivor's guilt? Annie's boyfriend. You know. The end of all uh, this. Because if she'd so, managed to pick Paul him sucks. up. You know, Do we ever meet I hope him? he does because Paul was very clearly a loser. Do you like, think so? Yes, because, you know, he, the way he, like, bossed Lindsay Wallace around and, like, I know I'm protective of her because she has my name, but, like, he bossed her around. Wait, wait, he was we... shitty. He was shitty to Annie. What? Paul? Paul. Yeah, he oh, called. Oh, yeah, remember? on the phone. He's like, go get her for mm-hmm. me. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, he was just, he was just kind of okay. shitty. And then, like. He was shitty to her, too, because doesn't she get on the phone and he's like, come on, window, babe. Huh? Oh. Yeah. Well, I just remember or him me. gently chiding her for getting stuck in the window, which I thought was kind of funny because I would definitely have oh, done yeah. that, too. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was funny the kid told on her right away. Yeah. Thanks a lot. She's uh, so bad. Annie's so bad. Whatever. Um, yeah. I don't like Paul. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I don't really no. know him, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what I know about Paul, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I wonder about Ben Tramer, too, because Ben, oh, you know, yeah. got all excited about getting to take Lori to the homecoming dance, and Mm-mm. she's probably not going to go, was Mm-mm. my guess. You know? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not going to do not that. Not going to feel like it. Nah, she might want to stay home. But, you know, it's like he's still out, so what do they do the next day? Right. He's still well, there. Well, they know he's not going to come back until Halloween, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the sun was coming up, right? So, right. <laughs> no. What did you think of uh, uh, Michael Myers' little diorama, murder diorama? You like that, or how did you? Th- I don't know. What? I, he sets up the room with like the with uh, with oh, Judith Myers' headstone yeah. and Annie. Yeah, that's kind of a scary. neat trick. Yeah, but then yeah. I I get the visuals of it. And I get that she mm-hmm. sees Annie. But then all of a sudden, she kind of backs into the closet door, and it like opens, and then Bob swings down, yeah. and then there's like a little cupboard door or something that like yeah. swings open. How did uh-huh. he rig those doors up to open? <laughs> like, how did the timing uh, on that all work? Like, I don't. I mean, good call. Because they both know. swing it's out. It's not like time. she bumped. It's yeah. not like she could have bumped them open, and yeah. she wouldn't have been looking in the cupboard like <laughs> to find right. Linda's well, body. I, I that was a little. Do you think? No, that's true. I mean, it's how did he do it in such a little time, you know? Yeah. But I I guess I assumed that he hadn't um he hadn't rigged like I I didn't look at it that way. Like I, I think he obviously rigged Annie and the the headstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God, headstones are I heavy didn't, too. I don't That's true. Well, he's superhuman strength. Built. This is my thing. I actually feel like he's supernatural. Because there were so many things like that that were like, oh, um, I guess it's scarier. If Ooh, maybe but... there's like a maybe there's a prequel to be made where it's like a, you know, demon baby scenario. You know, mm-hmm. he's Damien. Mm-hmm. You know, Damien grew up. Yeah, moved to Haddonfield, Illinois. You know, I instead of with the president or whatever. Sure. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a stupid ending. I <laughs> see. When I was younger, I thought it was super clever. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> now he's... yeah, because presidents adopt ambassadors' dead kids. <laughs> That's exactly oh, right. Boy. And they're the most powerful people in the world. Right. Like I mean, most presidents are wealthy, to be fair. Sure. But their, you know, their salary is. <laughs> like two hundred thousand dollars a year yeah i mean that's um, half of what you which make. believe me there's a lot i would do for that salary so <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah same <laughs> you know jesus um 
Yeah, but I, I hadn't looked at it that he rigged it. I just looked at it like he had kind of put the bodies all in one spot and she in a, you know, heightened like tension just was like, ah, 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 and kind of flailing around and accidentally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Terrifying. I like a good flail as much as the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was really uh, impressed that she went over there cause I would have called the cops right away. Like that's the thing. There were a few times where, why wouldn't she have called the cops or like when they didn't hear from Annie, why didn't she call Paul? You know, hmm. there were just there were a lot of moments like that that I wondered about Lori. Yeah. What was she thinking? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I, there were some moments too where she's kind of like, uh, it's after she stabs Michael the first time and then she goes mm-hmm. and like gets the kids. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like there's that, maybe it's this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, so there, she's talking to them. And then they see the shadow coming up the steps and she's like, run, 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 go in there and Mm -hmm. and lock the door. And they split up and she puts them in a different room and then she goes to hide in the closet and tries to make it look like she went out the like patio doors or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it worked out, but it's like, man, how did you know he wasn't going to just go in there and butcher them really quick before coming to get you while you hide in the closet? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it was interesting. He really there wasn't really ever a time that he chased the kids. Nope. Not interesting. Which was interesting. interesting. Because it was that, like a weird, you know, mm-hmm. seemed to be like a weird, I don't know, sex thing or something. You know, like he saw his sister Yeah, but he killed sex. Bob, too. Well, yeah, because yeah, Bob was But Lori down. wasn't having sex with anybody, you That's know? That's true. But but he had already, she was already on the list, I guess. Yeah. I don't, okay. I, yeah, I don't know. There's really no logic to it. And people have tried mm-hmm. to, like, go down that rabbit hole of, like, it's a moralizing thing. She's the only one that doesn't have sex, so she gets to live. And it's like, yeah, which. But, no, that's he, not... he would have killed her. No, he yeah, tried. Yeah, that's not intentional yeah. at all. And no. she's not like this purely, you know, Annie calls her a Girl Scout at one point, but she's smoking a joint at that, at that right, moment. Right, exactly. Like, that's she's right. not like this chaste, yeah. like abstinent, you know, that's she right. doesn't drink or do drugs. Like mm-hmm. she just doesn't happen to fuck in the course of this 90 minutes. <laughs> like That's right. That's right. And it was such, it's such a, well, it's such a misogynist trope anyway, mm-hmm. but I mean, it wasn't even really present in the movie. Like he wanted right. to kill her. That trope from is the based beginning. on this, but it but it doesn't it's, really have any basis. That's right. That's this. right. And it's the, wrong. And the, yeah. Everybody who's made the movie has said that. Where it's like, no, that's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not how how right. it worked. Like she did survive, but just you know, just barely, because she's the star of the movie, man. You know. Yep. Jamie Lee. Yeah, he'll kill her. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, tropes. yeah, tropes. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. one one last thing. So he was six when he killed his sister, right? Mm-hmm. And they say 15, 15 years. Yeah. So he should be 21. Yeah, crack There's... open a brewski. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Whew. Um, no, but there's at one point where they say that he's 23. Oh, did you yeah. hear that in the movie? Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and I wonder if this something. Yeah, der <laughs> math. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's um, probably just a flub. Flub. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, tropes. <clears throat> animals getting hurt. Animals as bellwether. No, uh, yeah. no I don't think so. <laughs> he eats it. <laughs> eats a dog kills another well, dog, and he kills um, Lindsay Wallace's German Shepherd. Right. So sad. Who, what Shep was his Wallace, name? It was so funny. 
Did you catch it? No. Hold on, I wrote it down. Mm, yeah, the wait. dog's name was funny. It was like Lester. Yeah, Lester. No. <laughs> Lester. She Lester, stop barking at me. When you know, um, yeah, but so but it wasn't Lester that he ate. That was like somebody else's dog. Yeah, just a rando, right. I guess. Yeah, yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Little little, you know, poodle or something. Sure, okay. sure, sure. Haunted object? No. Not really. No ghosts. Well, ghosts that follow you. I mean, I mean he's not dead. Michael but... Myers is an antagonist <laughs> that follows you. You know, I just had a thought. Do you think? Have you seen that movie? It follows. I have. Oh, we watched we did it. it. We did it on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, yes, I remember. I also watched it. Wow. Uh, no, but there's a couple parts. Do you in this listen movie. to this podcast? <laughs> no, man, I just recorded. No, really, I, I am the only. Listener. I am a narcissist. Oh, please. Um, no, the part you know, like all the all the times where he's following people really slowly. I wonder if that if it follows came from this movie too. Yeah, I think there's some some mm-hmm. definite uh, line yeah. of. Uh, blah, blah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I just really appreciated that um, in this movie, that he doesn't really ever run. No. Why? But he'll he always catch to. up eventually. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't okay. matter how fast you run. Damn straight. He's coming for you. Uh, reappearance of object. Michael Myers. No. <laughs> is he yeah. Object? Michael Myers is there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, things coming out of mouths. I stuff no just creepy stains, crawlies. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> No creepy crawlies. Evil social worker? No. No, but a very ineffectual psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, very true. Similar. And maybe. a drama queen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, red herring bad guy? No. <laughs> no? No, you know pretty much Straight right away. to the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Jump scares. Uh, yes. 100%. For me, anyway. Yeah. Plenty of those. Um... The light camera to ward off? Nope. No, that doesn't happen, right? City, county trope? Nope. Or, you know, city, country? Nope. Uh, old movie watching, though. Yes. They did. The <laughs> thing, right? Mm-hmm. Was that the only one they watched? They were I watching a was. couple of things. Dr. Demento, Six Hours of Horror. Mm. Little Lindsay Wallace won't know what hit her. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um. Okay, cool. Family Cabin, no. Suburbs I with stu- a Dark uh, Secret. Suburbs, yes. Yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it. women taking baths alone. Sadly, Not... no. I mean, <laughs> uh, but it, kind of the like, I wonder. If like Judith could, Myers like, brushing it. her hair kind of thing. It's almost like naked and vulnerable sure. instead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like yeah, yeah, Annie yeah. in the laundry room, his sister. Was his sister naked? Yeah, I think she's yeah. topless, or at the yeah. very least, wearing like just her underwear. It's unclear because her boyfriend had like they had the shortest. <laughs> I know, I ever. Know. It's like and literally forty-five seconds, and then yeah, when right. he's walking out the door, there's something where he's like, y- "Yeah, sure, I, I guess I'll call, yeah, I'll call you. you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So sad. It's just stereotypical douchebag boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sucked. He's no, Bob, you know, Bob's no that guy, right? Yeah, how come mm-hmm. Michael doesn't kill him? Ugh. Good question. Yeah, because, you know, you really, you don't get any sense for why he killed his sister. No. And because, you know, I'm sure the, like, misogynist people would talk about all oh, because she had, she was a slut. Like, she just had right. sex. Right, he so. saw her have sex. And it's and like, no, yeah. no. He was going to kill her before they did anything. He was, yeah. like, outside ready to pounce. Right. 
I think you should make the prequel. What about him being like a devil? Sure. Yeah. Whatever you want, man. John Carpenter. Mm, he gets down. hit by lightning, you know. Short circuit and remake. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Short circuit Halloween crossover. That would be cute. Right? Number five, kill. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. I love those movies. Mm, oh yeah. Well, they're great. They're so good. Um cool. Well, I wonder if uh did you have any other questions on this? No. Any other thoughts? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I mean yeah. I I could I could talk a lot about the sequels. I could talk a lot about <laughs> a lot of other the, stuff, but I won't. And I, yeah. The second one, I remember that part with the boiling. And it's one of those like you know, we talked about Poltergeist, how the the face, uh, the part where he like removes oh, yeah, his face, face melting, being kind healing. of dated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might it might be in Halloween too, but I remember being real it real is. fucked up. But yeah, by it's that part pretty gross. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's like unnecessarily gross. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is Jamie Lee Curtis in it? Yes. So it it takes place on the same night. It's still mm-hmm. Halloween night, nineteen seventy eight. Oh God! Uh, it, the opening of this movie is the end of hollow of the original movie, and you see him sit up, and you see her, and you see Loomis shoot him, and then it mm. like just keeps going from there, and she gets rolled into the local hospital, and it's the graveyard shift, and he follows, he goes and kills oh. some house, you know, like old lady at home, takes her knife, uh, and then goes to God. the hospital and like starts in and murders yeah, all the hospital I staff, do. and then there's the final. Yeah final showdown and uh he gets blown up they like release some gas in the hospital and Lori yes. stabs his eyes out and he's blind yeah. and yes. he's just swiping the air with his knife and they're, yep, they're powerless that. to yep. stop him somehow and yeah. <laughs> and then she gets out loomis shoots the gas tank and they both blow up and then he walks out on fire and uh and then he falls down and we assume that he's dead and mm. the intention no. was that he was dead mm. um because then Halloween 3 came out and it had nothing to do with Michael Myers because mm-hmm. their plan was that that story is over and mm-hmm. now we're going to continue making this series of films called Halloween Number and they're mm. going to just be like standalone about, mm-hmm. you know, something spooky that happens mm-hmm. on Halloween night. And yeah. Halloween 3, everybody hated it and was like, what the fuck is this? This isn't any, This has nothing to do with <laughs> slashers or Michael mm-hmm. Myers. So they went back, and then mm. Halloween 4, which took them six years to make after. So Halloween 78, Halloween 2 is 81, Halloween 3 is 82, and then mm. they don't make another one until 88. And at this mm. point, the the franchise rights had been like more fully purchased by Mustafa Akkad, who was one of the executive producers of the original. Mm. Um, and he was just like, fuck it, let's bring this back, and let's do this, and like, wow. it's it's Lori's orphan daughter, Lori, Lori Strode, is killed off off screen before the movie, and her by or- Michael Myers. No, in a car accident. Um, oh. And his he he somehow finds out like he's being transported, and he, he mm-hmm. overhears them talking about how like oh Michael Myers' sister died, and she had a daughter, and her name is Jamie Lloyd, and so he finds her. Oh boy! Starts killing yeah. people, and then it turns out that because they're related, she's like a killer in the end. Like she kills her foster mom. Ooh, um, okay. And Twist. then it goes right into Halloween Five and Eighty Nine, The Revenge of mm-hmm. Michael Myers, and she has this 
telep she doesn't continue to kill people but she has this telepathic connection to him and it's that's when they start tying Ooh. into the ancient novelization the ancient like runes or whatever the fuck and whoa he gets caught in that movie and gets put into a jail cell which is kind of funny to think about like michael myers in jail <laughs> Um, and then some mysterious man in black comes and frees him from jail, which leads into Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers in 95, which mm. really doubles down on all the cult stuff mm -hmm. and whatever. And then that was retconned the first time in Halloween H2O 20 years later in 1998, which was mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis's return to the franchise. She's the headmistress of an elite private school yes. in California. She's an alcoholic. Uh -huh. She's been hiding out. And that mm -hmm. movie completely wiped the continuity of four through six out. And and three, because mm -hmm. three had nothing to do with it. So yeah. it's right. hard to tell, like, oh, is the character supposed to be supernatural? Is there supposed to be? And it's like, eh, are they brother and sister? Doesn't matter. It's hard to eh. tell. Yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard I, to be sure. But I love that. It's yeah. so, that's great. It's kind of a fun, um, you know, because I'm sure there are a lot of people who get, and understandably, get really into canon mm -hmm. of different of franchises but it's funny that you can just like eh, no we're gonna take the same characters but make it a totally different relationship sure. <laughs> in yeah. every movie it's great i love it and i love that she's a part of it because she's probably just like game for it man like yeah. she's out there i really she's made some the new really one. important and wonderful movies she's super talented and she's just you know doing it now it's great i love freaky it. friday Freaky Friday, uh, have you ever seen um, A Fish Called Wanda? No, I haven't. It's fucking I haven't. great. Oh, really? Yeah. Daniel, it's great. You'd love Sorry. it. It's so, it's so good. It's like when she was late 80s. I mean, I think she's a gorgeous woman, but late 80s, early 90s was like her time. You know, mm -hmm. just peak JLC. Um, and she was, she's so funny. It's a comedy, obviously, but she's like... Kevin Klein's in it and John Cleese, like the whole Money Python crew is in it. It's great. She's so good in it. She's, um, I wish she'd made, I know she made a few comedies in that era, but she's just, she's so funny. She's a good actor anyway, but her comic timing is like, she's great. Love her. But I'm glad. I hope this movie makes a ton of money and she just gets even more rich. <laughs> you know? She deserves it. For hawking that activity of yogurt, it's like, <laughs> man, if you get real about shit, <laughs> you deserve to make that cash. And you know that she's married to Christopher Guest, right? I didn't know that until... she's. They've been married for like yeah. almost as long as I've been alive. Yeah, I think uh, mm -hmm. when I was watching it again like a couple of days ago with Danielle, she was the one that told me that, and I had no mm -hmm. idea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That seems delightful. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... Yeah. I think it's great. For, I bet they have like Catherine so O'Hara over for dinner and all those people. Oh my people, God, you know? give me a break. Oh. Yeah, can you imagine? Mama Mia. Catherine <laughs> what a spicy meatball oh. these dinner parties oh. must be. God. Have you ever watched Shit's Creek? No. No, is it good? I keep hearing good. I've watched a couple episodes. I mean, they're all so great. You know, all those people. I know, but um, I just thought like, really uh, this seems dumb. It. Like, the very fact that they would call it that, I'm like, that's a stupid, lazy title. I don't know. I, I just thought, like, this seems dumb. I, I'm not going to like this. But it's I have no reason for thinking that. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, – I don't know. There are so many people that I really, really like, both that yeah. I've never met who are famous and, like, people that I love. Um, 
in real life. And like, I, you know, I love them and there a couple episodes I've watched. I've definitely laughed out loud, but I just haven't gotten into it as, as much as I got into hunting at Hill house. You know what I mean? Sure. Just, uh, I guess whatever mood you're in, you know? Sure. So, mm-hmm. Well, shit, yeah. man, we're about to hit an hour and a quarter, three quarters Oof. here. So, Oof. uh, okay. We might, we should let them go. Yeah, wrap we? this up and we... watch some Hill house, my dog. <laughs> we also, uh, you know, I think it, it's a it's an achievement when the podcast episode is longer than actual film you're talking about. I mean, I'd like to Some... think that someone's really going to appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean the trivia stuff is really interesting because that movie is I mean, it's it's a it's a pretty incredible achievement for its era and its budget and time you know yeah i mean it's It's not i know it's not the best movie but but it is certainly like a classic in in the very uh most literal sense of the word and i i think i'll always appreciate it for that yeah well and credit where credit's due like Mm -hmm. this guy pulled something off well this guy and his entire like staff on the movie like they pulled something off that you know hadn't quite been done like that before and that's always something to and that has uh you know stayed it hasn't totally dated, you know? It really yeah. isn't, Co- yeah. especially compared to some of the other movies we've watched. It oh really God. isn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like even the costuming and stuff, like the the grudge, as much as I love SMG. Sure. That, that shit is dated, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's anyway. the big problem with Casino Royale, too. Oh, yeah? I oh. mean, I think, if anything, I mean, that's such a good movie, and, and of the, all the Bonds, like if you had to pick one, it would probably mm-hmm. be the one. Um, but yeah, I think the, uh, the wardrobe will probably, cause it's just that time that mm-hmm. early two thousands, like everybody kind of dressed like a douche, <laughs> like yeah, anyone who had money and was, and you gel. know, whatever. Yeah. yeah everybody looked Oof. like shit. So, sun, <laughs> sunglass shapes Very were true. terrible. I don't know. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. So good. Ooh, cool. Well, you know, Gold Talk Movie Club 2018, it's been, been a lot of fun. Yeah. We're just going to have to figure out, you know, what kind of content to do for the rest of the year. No big deal. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, oh, ooh, you should do a spooky version of that. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> cool. Great. Well, I guess until next time when we figure out what to do for the next podcast. Yeah, I'll um, talk to you next year, I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Happy Halloween 2019. Mm-hmm. Mark your calendars, I guess. (laughs) Cool, man. Well, yeah, I hope you all have a great Halloween. Yeah, I'll be thinking of you when I'm in New Orleans for Halloween this year. Hopefully not getting possessed. So (laughs) spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're gonna. So good job. (laughs) Okay, cool. Can't wait to hear about it next year when we talk. Yeah, maybe I'll get possessed by the ghost of Benjamin Henry Henry Latrobe that died suddenly of yellow fever Hmm. in New Orleans. Mm Mm-hmm seen his grave anyway we'll see that <laughs> right happy halloween man happy halloween till next time Horror movies. Little Lindsay Wallace won't know what hit her.